Hello, I'm Jonas Kaufmann. I'm Antonio Papano. And I'm Thomas Vogt. Welcome to our Discover Otello podcast. We invite you to join us as we share our thoughts and personal insights into performing and recording Verdi's most thrilling opera, Otello. One episode for each act. Today, Act Two. The second act starts with Iago. He plots revenge because Otello has promoted Cassio over himself as captain. Pretending to be his friend, Iago makes Otello believe that his wife Desdemona is cheating on him. And the great warrior falls into the trap. This could be seen as a sign of Otello's jealousy and inferiority complex, but I think first of all it shows Iago's cleverness. He's obviously extremely intelligent. Everything is um, manipulation, but it's, it's done so cleverly and so at times nonchalantly that he, he almost charms you. Yes, he doesn't kill anybody himself, but the psychological torture that is manifest um, in how he deals with Otello in Act Two and Act Three. Is, is really unbelievable. Yeah! <laughs> 
proposto spezza di mie labbra il suggello. It is enormously difficult, I think, to play all the, the aspects and angles and colors of this Iago, um, because you need a singer who has this, this quality for the credo to, to really show all the evil and, and the madness maybe even in the voice, and at the same time has the, the velvet and smoothness um, to seduce everyone around him. He seems to be a, a Mr. Charming. That is something extremely important for me as Otello. It must be really best buddy relationship between the two. And that is why he's listening so much to him. And that is what drives him mad. This venom drives him absolutely mad. <laughs> created a constant duet that is really a wonder to behold. Sometimes playful, sometimes you get a dream, the telling of a dream where the most erotic strings and light woodwinds help him to shape Otello's horror in hearing the details of Cassio's dream of Desdemona. Iago's narration of Cassius' dream makes Otello frantic with rage. He swears revenge. This scene is extremely demanding both vocally and emotionally. 
standing in front of the microphones and trying to build up the intensity of a live performance must be pretty tough, especially for a stage animal like Jonas Kaufmann. When I started recording, it was horrible. I was standing there and I said, please, can you put someone there and I can face someone. There's no one that you can address, only this microphone that sits in front of you and is constantly demanding for more and for perfection, actually, also, because you, you are aware when you're recording that all of that might end up on the recording and uh, and you will have to live with that for the rest of your life and others too <laughs> but of course over the years you you learn to find a way to charge yourself with let's say a similar emotional background nevertheless it is always a challenge to be as spontaneous and as intense and and truthful as I always try to be on stage, because it is, after all, a studio. Um, but uh, if I may add, um, whenever you do a recording with a guy called Antonio Papano, uh, that is much easier, because I don't know what you have, Tony, but it must be a switch that you just turn over and you are full throttle there. And this is something that helps enormously. So it's not a technical, let's try and let's uh, uh, uh. It's always the real thing. Thank you, thank you for that. <laughs>